0: I'm Becky Hennessy. This is The Path of Imperfection, Episode 30, ADHD and Me. Welcome, traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. Hey guys, welcome back. I took a spontaneous two-week break. (laughs) Spontaneous because I didn't really know I was going to be doing it because I just needed to get my feet under me. Lots of new and exciting things are happening at the Hennessy House and in my world and in the world of my family. What an awesome holiday season this one was. I promise, pinky toe swear, that the next time I decide to fall off the face of the planet, I will give fair warning. Episode 30 seems to be big. I mean, 30. By that time, you have no excuses to not start acting like a grown up. Most of the time, at least, right? (laughs) We're deep into adulting with 30. So as I thought about what to give you on episode 30, I decided that I was just going to be super vulnerable with you and give you a little piece of me that I don't share often, but that I need to start sharing more. What better venue to debut that share than with you, my people, my community, my tribe, right? I haven't kept what I'm going to share today a secret because of shame in myself, but I have been a little bit nervous about what others might think of my work, that what they might think about my work may change, that my credibility may change in others' eyes, although it doesn't really make sense why, or that people might think that I'm not as competent or that I'm making excuses. I'm going to get out of my way today, though and I'm going to get out of my head. I am going to go with my gut, or what I call the spirit, today, and I'm going to share one of my hardest hearts in life. So here we go. About four years ago, I was stuck. There's only a few times in my life that I can say I've been sincerely stuck. And this was one of them. I could not for the life of me figure out what my problem was, no matter how hard I tried, no matter what I tried to implement, no matter what thought processes I tried to change, what I tried to do differently, I could not shake my forgetfulness, my space-case-ness, my inattention to details, and all the places that I really needed to pay attention and my hyperfocuses in all the places that I didn't. I could not fathom that somebody who could remember details of someone's family or the color of shirt that a client was wearing 30 years ago at their birthday party could not remember about dentist appointments, appointments with clients, grocery items, where I put my keys. I would ask myself, why can't I keep up on grocery shopping, eating healthy, taking care of my body? Why can't I sleep? Why can't I cage my rage, as we call it at our house? Why can't I, a therapist, regulate my emotions better? How could I be so crazy talented in some areas, but then forget to pay my bills? Because of these dots not connecting, I felt a ton of shame. Now, I know that everybody feels shame. It comes and it goes. But if it takes up enough room that you start leaving towels out for it every morning and it becomes a guest in your house, then it becomes a problem. I was drowning in shame because I wasn't just not enough. I feared that I would never be able to be because nothing I was trying was working. I knew that something was majorly wrong with me and that I could not do day-to-day tasks when I was trying in the fiercest way too. Now, keep in mind, at the time, I was a wife of a husband who just started a new career, a mother of three kiddos, the time they were one, four, and seven, was the PTA president, was the Young Women's president in my ward, which within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is a geographical area that people live in that are all members of that same church. Young Women's is the youth organization that we have for girls ages 11 to 17, 18, and I owned and ran my private practice. I concluded that what everyone else was telling me was right. You just heard that list of what was on my plate. And everybody was telling me right and left you're overwhelmed, you're overstressed, you're overworked, it's too much, your plate is too full. I figured that maybe everybody's right. Maybe I have too much. If I could just unload the overwhelm, the overstress, the overwork, then I could function like a normal person. Then I would remember to go grocery shopping consistently. Then I would remember appointments. Then I would remember that I told so-and-so that I was going to go to lunch with them. Then I would remember all of those things. Then I would be able to pay more attention to things. Then I'd be more focused. I figured, okay, my plate was just too full. Now, mind you, my plate, if I'm being real, has always been full. Since I can remember, I've always had my hand in a lot of pots. Whether it's Academics, singing lessons, recitals, student government, on seminary council, serving in time consuming callings within my church, volunteering, planning a party or event, working in intense situations, keeping connected to an enormous family. I've always been running a million miles a minute ever since I can remember. And I've just labeled it multitasking. Honestly, being real with you, being real with me, I get a ton of energy from all of that. Doing all of those different things is exciting to me. And it's fun. And it feels awesome. But laundry, bills, mm -mm. mail in general, not mails, mail, like the stuff that comes in your mailbox, not my jam. Cleaning, uh, grocery shopping, working out, eating healthy. Nope. The mundane stuff I have never rocked at. And it's not just, oh, nobody likes to clean. Nobody likes to do laundry. Everybody hates doing blah, 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 blah. Mundane, I avoid like the plague. I always have. And I still do more often than I'd like to admit. It is more for me than just, yeah, I don't want to. Not only do I not want to, I avoid it if I can. So with all of this going on, I got myself a therapist. Yes, I'm a therapist. I can't give myself therapy. And I had done everything I knew to do. I got myself a therapist and I unloaded on her the same way my clients do. I spoke a million miles a minute to cram everything I could into a 50 minute session so that she could figure out what in the world was wrong with me, why I suck so bad, and could fix me. And she said in a calm, sharp voice that's her name, Sharp, after my complete download, which I'm sure was like 45 minutes of endless talking, Becky, have you? Considered that you may have ADHD. And I was like, have I diagnosed people with ADHD for the past seven years? Yeah. Have I treated ADHD? Yeah. Have I considered it for myself? No, I had not. (laughs) I had been looking at all of these trees here. Oh, look at that. I guess I'm in a forest and everything made sense. It's hereditary. I have family that has it. I fit the criteria perfectly. I actually had since childhood, except as a girl with ADHD, I just looked ambitious, dedicated, like an overachiever. And women should, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see them, but I'm doing them, be able to multitask and do everything and be everything and accomplish all in society today. We women are trained to do so. I had been putting lipstick on a pig for decades, for my entire life, thinking, Huh, why does it still stink in here? Another layer of pretty lipstick. Man, it looks like a pig lives here. Another layer of lipstick. I can't find my keys. Let's apply more lipstick. Wait, who ate my lipstick? Oh, this pig? That's who. I really was trying as hard as I possibly could. And my shame was a lie. It was a big, fat, hairy lie. Now, Sisters, friends, people in the circle, listen closely. Not everyone has ADHD. Not every person who avoids the mundane has ADHD. Not every multitasking overachiever has ADHD. Some of us thrive on perfection seeking. Some of us thrive on people pleasing. Some of us don't say no, don't time manage, and have a superhuman complex. Whatever that's not necessarily ADHD. I don't care what it is. Whatever your diagnosis or your heart is, being able to do it all and have it all and be it all, all at the same time, is a big, fat, hairy lie. And the yuck that you feel because you can't, you haven't, you aren't, feels crummy because that's how lies feel. Second thing my ADHD is not an excuse for my behavior. I forget appointments. I double book clients sometimes. Not often, but it's happened more than once. I forget to put things in the wash that I tell my kids I'll put in the wash, or I forget to pick up things from the store that I say I'm going to sometimes. I drop the ball sometimes more than I'd like to. I don't follow through sometimes. Those behaviors are not okay. They're not okay. Even though I have ADHD, I still need to apologize. I still need to work really hard to make the lack of follow-through change. My ADHD brain explains why I think the way I think or feel the way I feel. Sometimes it explains why I say what I say or do what I do or don't do. It explains why my brain works how it does. It explains why it's hard for me to regulate emotions It absolutely does not excuse the behaviors that come because of those whys. You embracing your imperfection may have nothing to do with ADHD. It may be that you have got way too much on your plate and you need to unload some things. Having a ton on my plate in those different areas feels awesome and gives me a ton of energy and I love it all. And I don't need to unload those things off my plate per se. What I do need to be very aware of is that whether I like it or not, my brain is unable to do certain things on its own without training. It doesn't mean I don't want to. It's because it's really hard to for my brain. Notice, I did not say that it's that I can't. I can train my brain. I can try other techniques or treatments or medications or whatever to make things happen for me. I can remember. It's hard to, but I absolutely can. I can pay bills on time. There are ways to do that. It's hard, but I can. I can clean. I can shop. I can schedule. Again, it's hard, but I can and I do and I will. And I get to notice for myself what I can unload. Do I want to unload planning my five year old's birthday party? and give that to somebody else? I don't. That's a blast for me. That gives me a ton of energy. I love it. It's fun. It's one of my superpowers. I can hyper-focus on it and have a blast doing it. Planning an event, planning a party is not overwhelming for me. It is for some people. That's okay. It's my hyper-focus. It's one of my superpowers and I love it. Can I unload keeping my books for my business? Yes. And that is something I want to unload. Some people love that. They love the numbers. They love matching it up. They love keeping track of those things. I don't. I hate it. And so instead of me waiting clear till December to do my books so that my poor accountant can do my taxes, I can hire somebody to do that for me. I don't love it. And that's okay for me to say, hey, this can be on somebody else's plate. And those are the things that I started to recognize four years ago and still recognize along the way. Is this something I love? Is this something that gives me energy? Is this something that I want to be at the helm of this ship? If it's no, that's fine. Someone else can do that. I can pass it off to somebody else. I can set up automatic payments for all of my bills. Would I love to be able to budget better and balance different and have it be where I know, okay, this is exactly how much we have, and this is the bill we can pay, and this is the bill we can pay, and this is the bill we can pay. I would love that. Does that work for me? It doesn't. At the end of the day, am I going to call the power company every single month and pay my bill? No, I'm not. Would I like to? Sure. Is it going to happen? It isn't. But I can set that up automatically. Is it going to happen? No. But I can set that up automatically. And let me tell you, I know automatic bill pay is not only for ADHDers. I get it. But it works for me. Would I love to be the mom who writes out a menu every single week and plans what day we're going to eat what? Yes. Is that my superpower? No. Would I love to be the mom that goes to the grocery store and finds the different deals and all those kinds of things? Yes. But at the end of the day, am I going to? No. And that is okay. That does not make me a bad mom. I can shop online. I can grocery shop at two thirty in the morning, which I'm trying to rein in because I got to get my sleep. It's important for all you dot to daughters. You know that that's what I'm selling this week, right? Is sleep and the importance of it. But I can sit there with my husband next to me to make sure that it's happening, not because he is my parent, but because he loves me and he knows that grocery shopping isn't fun for me. And I can click on all of that online, and then I can get a reminder. Hey person with ADHD, don't forget to come get your groceries. They're ready for you. And I can click and say, okay, I'm on my way. All of that can happen so that groceries can be in my cupboards and in my fridge more often, more regularly, more consistently. ADHD is amazing. It's my superpower. I would hate life, my life without it. It helps me throw awesome parties with vines hanging from the ceiling and pet hospitals and room-sized tents that helps me create with my kids in ways that, quite honestly, a normal brain can't or doesn't, would never allow. It helps me be the stake young woman's president while I'm momming the same three kids married to the same husband, who ironically is making his final career move, that is the career of his dreams, while I still own a business. And I'm looking for all kinds of ways to help more people in the same amount of time. My ADHD opens doors that other brains are just not able to open the same. And I love those aspects. I love my brain most days. And when I stash plastic in my oven so guests don't know that I didn't do the dishes again, And then I'm furious with myself that I left the plastic in the oven only to be discovered when the oven is smoking just hours before I'm supposed to make a Christmas Eve dinner. I cry it out and I feel the frustration of it. And I know that I am not ADHD. I have ADHD. And sometimes that means I melt forgotten plastic in the oven. But it also means that I have superpowers that I could not live without that if I didn't have, I would not be able to reach the potential that I'm supposed to reach here on this earth. Enjoy your journey. This next week. Give yourself some compassion and some love and some grace. You being kinder to yourself amidst the perfectionism, amidst the people pleasing or the superhuman complex is not going to make you less amazing. In fact, it may even feel like comfort and peace. Because the truth is, no matter what you do or don't do, say or don't say, feel or don't feel, think or don't think, no matter how you show up, you have worth. All of the worth that you've ever had. Because that worth is infinite, limitless. Brave the battle. Embrace your human. One imperfect for me, one ADHD step at a time. Big news. I have written a book, an ebook. This is uncharted territory for me, but I'm leaning into what Father has told me to do, so here we go. (laughs) This book is called Ministering Through Connection. You can get a free copy chapter by chapter by going to my website and by clicking on the little pop-up that happens at the bottom middle of the page. Stick with it. I'm still ironing the kinks out of that, but when it pops up and you go to enter your name, if it shifts down a little bit, stay with that. Pop up, put your information in there so that you can get chapter by chapter ministering through connection.